Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, welcome back again. The Cold Strong Power Podcast on a Thursday episode, which means I've got another young and up-and-coming lifter in the sport of powerlifting that I am uh, interviewing today. Uh, today is a young lady named Ariel Rangel, and uh, thanks for being here, Ariel. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, I want to get this thing started off just very basic. Uh, you just want to tell the audience a little bit about yourself, how old are you, uh, where are you from, where do you lift? Things of that nature. So I'm Ariel Ingell. I am 17 years old. I lift for Somerset High School, which is in San Antonio, Texas. I'm from Somerset, Texas. I also compete and lift in the Federation CFH powerlifting. Um, I, I go to an early college high school and I work. So busy schedule. <laughs> busy schedule. Perfect. And that's CFH. That's the Cowboys from Hell. That's a new federation, isn't it? Yes, it is. Okay. So you, you're familiar with then uh, Becca and Barry, right? Marhefka? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Two, two nice people. I have not gotten the chance to uh, meet them yet, um, but I do know the name. Uh, so you're 17. How long have you been lift lifting in the sport right now? I've been lifting all throughout high school so this is my fourth year i'm a senior you're a senior this year yes yeah senior at 17 man i got held back a couple years so that's why i graduated at like 19 i think so, so you've been lifting for four years you started that at i guess 13 uh 14 i believe 14 okay yeah, okay cool uh so do you have a coach right now that helps you or are you kind of mm -hmm. doing your own thing um currently we have a new coach, but um, my coach was Marvin Allen, and he passed away September 2021. Okay. But since then, I've really been training myself, looking into further things, reaching out to people, making sure I'm doing the best that I can do on my own, and okay. helping others, of course. I'm sorry to hear that your coach passed. That's, that's very unfortunate. Yes. Um, you. Yeah, you're welcome. That's not a good thing, but uh, that's, that's very unfortunate. Um, so do you have a specific type of programming that you do? Do you do like SBD? Do you train conjugate? Do you just kind of want to lift heavy, just kind of do your own thing? Like explain kind of how you program yourself. Um, well, we have a, uh, a program that the school gives us. We give them our maxes. They enter them into a, a program on the computer and it prints out a six week program for us. So we go by that and every six weeks we max out and we get new maxes, we get a new program. Okay, so that's a school sport down there? Yes. School sport. I'm from Ohio. And uh, when I heard Texas was, was a school sport down there, that kind of blew my mind. <coughs> Oh, 
got a scratch back there. I can't get rid of, but, uh, uh, so you got started uh, at a young age. You're in it four years right now. Uh, what made you get started in the sport? Um, at my, uh, at my school, the early college, our freshman year, we have a, a, uh, PE class for the first two semesters. And my coach, his name is Jeff Lentz. He saw that I took like a very big interest whenever we go to the weight room. And um, he told me to go visit Coach Allen. And knowing Coach Allen, if you know him, he was very intimidating, grumpy old man. But um, once you get to know him, he was way better. And so I went up to him, introduced myself, got a program, started lifting with the other high school girls and uh, just excelled from there. But it, I would say it was that PE class my freshman year. Okay, awesome. So are you, are you uh, not too familiar with the Texas high school lifting? Are you equipped or do you lift raw? Uh, I'm equipped. Yeah. You're equipped. Okay, what kind of equipment do you use? Um, I use, for high school, you have to, you have to be equipped in order to qualify for regionals or state. So we have to use um, knee wraps, wrist wraps, a single ply bench shirt, and a single ply deadlift suit, um, a singlet, and a single ply squat suit. And we, awesome. we can't use briefs though. Oh, so all, all single ply? Yes, everything single ply. Perfect, they're speaking my language. I like single ply. <laughs> Um, so you're in high school, you're doing the high school lifting, um, is the high school, when you say you go to regionals or States, is that, is that also, is that, uh, like a fed, is that sanctioned? Is that like a federation? It's uh Texas high school powerlifting association. Okay. So it's, that's like one federation. And so that, that's a, that's a really big thing down there. Yeah. That's <laughs> incredible. Is. Because in Northeast Ohio, people were looking at me like I was a weirdo. All they care about is football and basketball, like where I'm from. Yeah, no, That's it's a growing sport, which is very good now. Yes, I, I wish that was more common, uh, like across the country. I think that could really do high school some good. Um, so being so young at 17 years old, what uh, what would you consider a short-term goal for yourself? And where, where do you see yourself, say, like 10 years down the road? Um, well, I can I plan on continuing college and lifting college collegially. So I would probably in 10 years, I'd hope to have a degree and probably go to worlds and all that place, make a name for myself. Mm -hmm. um, are you committed to just kind of one federation or are you interested in kind of branching out doing different feds um well i've only been introduced to cfh powerlifting mm -hmm. but i mean i'm open to new federations okay good deal i primarily do i don't know if you've heard of I, ipa is kind of big in texas um yes that's what cfh is there too Oh, perfect. There you go. We, uh, up here is also RPS. Uh, APF is really big in Ohio, which is where I got started in the sport. So, uh, yeah, I, I have a small list that I do still compete with. There are some that I refuse to compete with. and uh, Listeners know exactly what I'm talking about. But um, uh, so you have 
competed already. So what's been a, one of your favorite memories uh, in your short uh, powerlifting career? Um, favorite memory? I would have to say the bus rides. Honestly. Oh, yeah? The- <laughs> High school, yes. yes. Uh, I- it's pretty fun. I know it was uh, very fun with Coach Allen, but uh, to say like there's one memory, I don't really think so. I, I enjoy the sport very much. So good. it's just, if I'm lifting, if I'm in the gym, surrounded by a good environment, I mean, it's all good memories to me. Fantastic. And the bus rides, I did track and field, not the track part, but the field part. I was a thrower. And uh, the bus rides to big meets usually on saturday mornings we had also small matches on wednesdays uh those yeah those were fun being with everybody and kind of that i i enjoyed that immensely from high school um what's the furthest you had to travel uh say like for a bus for a high school meet um our regionals lot this past year was in i believe it was in it was in far Texas. So it was down there by the border. So okay. that was pretty far. Um, but we've, I think we've been down there for another meet, but that was it. Okay. It's, in, it's incredible to me that I, I forget how big Texas is. You can drive seven or eight hours to be in the same state because <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Up, yeah. You do that up here in Virginia and you've crossed four or five lines or state lines. Yeah. So it's always, I, I always forget that Texas is that big. Um, what do you think, uh, what is the most important thing that you've learned so far in the sport? Uh, I've learned the most important thing is that like what you put in is what you're going to get out. And that applies to everything in life. I mean, if you try hard in something, you're going to get more out of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've taken that worth et- that work ethic and like that saying and applied it into the classroom, got better grades, excelled in the classroom more. And uh, it just that it's like a big part of me now. It's great. So it's uh, definitely a sport that can teach you things you can uh, do, deal with, with everyday life. Definitely. I definitely think that's true. <laughs> Uh, who are some people that you look up to in the sport? Um, I look up to Brian Shaw, Eddie Hall, Robert Oberst. Um, strong man, huh? Yes. <laughs> I love watching the strong man. It's very entertaining. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. uh, are there any male or female powerlifters of the past or present that you uh, kind of take inspiration from? Um, there are multiple females, but I, I don't know their names and I know that's probably bad, but, um, it's not too bad. As long <laughs> as you're inspired by them, that's all that matters. No, yes, I'm definitely inspired. Okay. So what's your, uh, you compete equipped and that's, that's one of the, that's a, uh, a uh, requirement with high school, Texas powerlifting. So what, what, what is your best? competition squat bench deadlift uh through high school my best squat is 480 wow okay my best bench is 315 awesome and my deadlift i believe it was 345 maybe 350 i'm not sure okay 
we'll round up and say 350. That sounds like a cooler number. <laughs> um, you said that's all single ply. Um, do the, do the high schools, is, I'm just kind of trying to compare it to a high school sport from home, which was football, basketball. So is the equipment that you compete with, is that like, is that kind of given to you by the high school or is that something you have to purchase on your own? Um, it's given through us through the high school, but it, I mean, you know, just as well as I do, it gets very pricey. Yes. And especially with big teams, um, I mean, they all come in different shapes, sizes, heights, everything. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's in the same suits. Uh, I mean, everybody's different. So it's, I'm fortunate enough that my parents have bought me my own knee wraps, bench shirt, multiple bench shirts, multiple bench bands, mm-hmm. um, uh, wrist wraps. I mean, luggage, like to carry it in. I'm very fortunate for that. Um, but we're supposed to get everything from our high schools and for the most part we do okay. it's just a little bit harder for some of our schools yeah that's just that sounds like exactly like you know the school supplies your football pads or the helmets and the jerseys yeah. so I was, I was interested to see if the high school provides you with the powerlifting equipment that's very that's that's such a different world for me i just can't i, I wish i would i, I have a, I would have, uh, had experienced that i think i grew up in the wrong side of the country in terms of <laughs> high school powerlifting goes yeah. otherwise ohio is very very prominent in the uh, uh powerlifting world um so do you think this is a this is kind of a deep question but do you think uh, I don't know how long you're planning on lifting. If you want to do it for life, you want to kind of give it 10 years, but would you ever reach a point where you would be totally satisfied with your numbers? Um, I honestly don't think so. I'm, Good answer. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty hard on myself in the gym. Like, even if I hit a new PR, I'm like, okay, we need to, we need to start training for the next one. Like what's, I know that, like, I know my potential, like I feel like I haven't even touched it like well I, at, at 17 years old I don't I don't think you've even scratched <laughs> the surface uh, yes. <laughs> of what you're capable of and uh, uh, the women these days are, are doing incredible things in the sport and that's only going to open the door uh, more opportunity for the future generation of power lifters so yeah I think you're you're right on the money that you're not even close to even scratching the surface of your potential yeah. um what do you have a favorite lift? Do you prefer bench or you do like squat or are you one of those that uh, like really like the deadlift? Uh, no, I my favorite lift is bench. Awesome, that's perfect. <laughs> <I like benching. laughs> good, good. Uh, so at 17 years old, you're benching 315, which is pretty incredible. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that happens very often. Uh, you said you met you, you mentioned that you lift single ply. Uh, do you compete, say, with uh, like a Titan Katana or do you lift with uh, like a like a, a band uh, tool type? Yeah, well, I train with the uh, Bench Daddy band, but okay. for high school, we have to have a bench shirt. So I wear the Bench Daddy uh, single ply bench shirt. OK, that, OK, that makes sense. Perfect. I didn't know if it all had to be if the squat bench deadlift had to be like poly or if there was some leeway on a bencher, it could be like bench daddy or the band shirt type. 
for we could have the poly shirts the katana for bench mm. it's just i know those take a, a while for you to get a good feeling i was never trained in it so well, our school buys a uh, mainly bench daddy so that's okay. what we train in so you, you've not tried a katana yet i've tried twice uh, i believe my sophomore year okay but uh, we didn't want to go that route because it, it would have just taken a lot of time for me to get, get a good feel. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I personally love katanas. So uh, <laughs> definitely look into that for the future, but yeah, 315 bench in high school. That's a pretty, that's not, that's not very common. Yeah. That is, that is a big bench and also squatting almost 500 pounds as well. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that bench actually that, my junior year, this past year, I went to regionals and I placed second. And that 315 bench, I tied the regional bench press record. So Texas regional record, you tied that. Yes. And then at state, I got second place and I set the bench press record at 300 pounds. Oh, nice. All right. So state record holder at your age. Congratulations. Yes, That's big. That's Thank really you. cool. And uh, like I said, I think that number is giving you a really good start um for, and then like in 10 years that's that's pretty crazy to think if you stick with it be injury free uh which yes. i think being in the equipment uh, is definitely going to extend your career um i know a lot of the purists are all about raw 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 which <laughs> but uh their their careers are usually a lot shorter in my opinion yeah. um so you compete equipped you compete single ply do you train primarily equipped or are you more raw in the gym um i i used to train mainly equipped and uh, it's funny that you mentioned injury free because as soon as state like uh, ended for our season like our season ended they wanted me to go raw and i never trained raw so my body wasn't used to it and i ended up getting injured uh two times actually Oh. once from my back and then it like ran down my it band and so oh. i was out a couple like at least a month from that but i was still doing upper body so i really didn't take a break and then i had a uh, i was prepping for a meet and i dropped 405 on my neck and it like bounced a couple times so yeah i thought i was fine i but the next morning kind of felt like I had a concussion uh -huh. I didn't, but then like my like right where my spine and my neck meet up it just started hurting like a lot so then my shoulders were messing up so come to find out it was an overworked muscle and okay yeah yes I think <clears throat> raw has a place and uh even my training uh I call raw what most people call raw benching i just call not shirted so i have a shirted and a not shirted day i don't call it raw because i don't know i like to piss people off but um <laughs> yeah that's that's interesting that the injuries usually happen with with raw i think that uh equipped is more safe even though the weights tend to be heavier things can happen but uh you know the equipment's original purpose back in the 70s and 80s was to keep you getting injured i think that's still yeah. true today it's just uh, people get it twisted um so in your short time you've been lifting the weights uh just about four years 
what's the biggest obstacle that you personally have had to overcome? Um, I would say it was my coach's passing. That, um, that really took a toll on me because it was, I think, a few months before season was about to start. And I remember the day it happened. We, that was our rest day. And we were up in the gym and like remember like we were on shock because the day before our head coach Sonny Detmer had passed away so it was yes it was a big devastating tragedy to the community and to the Mm -hmm. students Mm -hmm. because those coaches were more than coaches to a lot of those kids and I remember everybody being up in the gym of course like just trying to process everything and I remember the next day, Thursday was heavy bench and I was in the gym, heavy benching. I didn't take a break until about seven months later. So like I was still trying to just get through and like make him proud, keep on, keep the legacy alive. But that's made the hardest thing for me. Through that, was, that was just recently, I believe is what you said. Yes, it was this past or last year in uh, September. Okay. Yes. Well, I think from what you've told me, what you're what you've accomplished, uh, he is wherever he is, is is very proud of what you've done. I, I can, I can definitely say that for sure. Um, uh, is there any? Would you like? Are you going to stay in Texas? Or is that your plan? Or are you trying? Would you like to move somewhere else in the country? Perhaps train in a different facility maybe you're looking at a gym that you would love to go visit maybe stay there for a while um I I've been looking at colleges because I I want to be a strength and conditioning coach and um so I've been looking at Arizona State University because that's where my coach went to school and Mm -hmm. taught for a while so I've been looking over there if not um Texas A&M College Station or uh, Texas State University but I'm just trying to see like D1 schools that way I know they have good facilities I got you yeah that's important absolutely (laughs) and uh also important I think especially with equipped is having uh the proper training partner support uh, support group, whatever. Uh, do you train with a, I'm assuming you train with a group of lifters that are all doing the same thing? Um, well, most of our uh, powerlifting boys, they are also football boys. So for the first uh, few months of school, it's just me and my other friend. Her name is Damaris. And I started training her, I believe it was my sophomore year of school and she was a freshman. And she, and we became closer. We're real good friends. Um, she's excelled so much. I'm so proud of her. And uh, like it, she's, she's like my gym buddy. Cause we work out together. We support each other for a while. It's just been me and her in the gym working out. Cause everybody else is a football practice, mm-hmm. but yeah. She, okay. She's a good partner to work out with. Fantastic. I've, I've, had a lot of training partners in the past. Some have come and gone. Uh, that's just the way life works. Okay, good. So 
Uh, is your gym pretty well equipped? What kind of equipment do you train on? Uh, I know the high school meets, do you have to, do you train with like those combo racks or do you train or do you compete on in a power cage, um, mono lift? Well, like what kind of equipment do you use? Yeah, we have, uh, we have the cages, like the, yeah, we have the, the racks that are like a cage uh -huh. and then we have open benches mm -hmm. where it's just like a bench or we can, like we have free benches so we could make the bench um, in the squat rack. Um, and then deadlifting, of course, it's, we have space to deadlift, yeah. Right, you just need a spot on the floor and a barbell. Yeah. Okay. Um, are there any particular federations that you would want to pursue in the future? Do you want to try to get into the WPO with the APF? Do you want to go into IPA? Do you want to stick with the Fed you're in right now? What's your outlook for the future? I'm, I definitely want to stick with CFH. I love that federation. I love the people, the support, the hype at the meet. It's just, it's a different environment that I personally love to have whenever I'm lifting. Okay. Um, like I said earlier, like I'm open to new federations. Uh, there's none like that I've seen or been exposed to that I'm like, I want to do that. Or like say I want to go lift for them or with them. But I'm definitely open to new, new areas, new people, new federations, new gyms, all that type of stuff. Perfect. I like I like the attitude. That's that's good. Open to change. <laughs> open to new things. Um, yes. Some people get stuck in the one lane. That's all they want to do. They they never branch out and experience other things. So I'm glad you have that outlook. Um, so as a young lifter, um, I want to ask. Um, I have opinions on this as well, but uh, uh, if you could change a rule with powerlifting uh, or or add a rule, to either one, all three of the lifts, you could add a, add a rule or change a rule. What would it be? Um, I would say because I know for high school you can't have like a walkout on squat. <laughs> I would definitely change that. Okay. Like you can have a lift off, but you have to walk it out yourself. You can't like walk it out until you're set and then let it go. Oh. So you can have. So you're saying you can have in the in the high school you can have somebody like help you get it out of the rack. Yes, like all they can do is help you off of the rack, uh -huh. but then you have to like physically walk it out of the rack and then like get set squat. But uh, I feel like in training it's a lot better to have a walkout because. I mean, whenever you have like a lot of weight on your back is it feels like you're doing reps if you have to take two more steps set and then and for high school, you have a down command. So you you unrack it, you set up mm. and then you have to stand there with it and then they tell you down or squat oh. and then you have to come up, stand there, lock out and then they tell you to rack the weight. Okay, gotcha. So it's not just like a unrack it up and down and then rack right. it. You got two commands in the squat. Yes. Okay. And you're yeah, that's interesting. I, I didn't know that was a, a rule, I guess. Again, because the, the, the school sanctioned sport aspect is so foreign to me um, that you can have somebody help you in the squat. Uh, for those listening, they, they can help them lift it out of the rack, but they're not allowed to touch the lifter while they're walking back weight um 
I've always said that it's called the squat, not the walkout and then squat. So that's that's why I'm a big fan and proprietor of not proprietor, but uh, 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 what am I trying to say? Just uh, I'm a big fan of the mono lift where you don't have to walk it out at all because you just pick it up and you squat and put it back. Yeah, we, um, we used to have a mono lift. Um, I've lifted with the mono lift uh, a couple times now with CFH. Okay. And um, I don't. I prefer. I prefer it more than like a regular rack. It it's way easier, but mm. like I wish we could use that for high school. Yes, I, and I think the the majority, uh, arguably the majority of injuries in the squat happen during the walking portion, whether it's walking it out or walking it back into the rack, um, which is. I think that's one of the main reasons uh, why the monolith became a thing. I think the nineties uh, was to help eliminate injury as well as it's just, again, it, it's just called the squat. So yeah. monoliths are definitely here to stay. And I'm super happy about it. Not that I squat all the time, but uh, I still, I still enjoy it. So um, awesome. So I want to get into parts two and three uh, of the interview here. Uh, before we move on uh, to the questions that I have on my Instagram for you, I wanted to ask you if you have anything that you want to ask me. So, like, I I followed you on Instagram, and uh, I think I've, I've been following you for a while, huh? and I know you're sponsored by, like, Anderson Powerlifting, mm-hmm. and I that's, like, a big thing for me I guess Anderson I mean I see them like as like a I don't know like like a oh I don't know (laughs) gotcha I gotcha (laughs) because I don't know like they sponsor the people that have like 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 I said bench is my best like my best feature I guess about me and my favorite and like that's what they're kind of known for in my eyes that's what I see yes one of my goals also, I guess, is to be sponsored by them one day, hopefully. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's, that's definitely uh, up in the air, a possibility. Uh, I'll tell you that I, I got sponsored by Anderson when I was 19. Um, oh, wow. I'm sure. So if you, if you're familiar with Anderson, then you know the name Ken Anderson. Yes. He's the founder owner. Uh, Ken Anderson's 80 what 84 85 and still not retired yet completely (laughs) but he picked me up when I was 19 um it took a big lift for me to get sponsored I had I had bought a katana from him uh I went to a bench nationals which was in 2009 which was uh right out right out of high school for me I just graduated um I benched uh it was in the IPF which is for those listening, it was a long time ago. I don't do IPF anymore, but um, he was there in the back of the ballroom with his table and all of his equipment. Yeah. And we talked afterwards. And then uh, I think two months later, I benched like 636 that day or something. But um, about three months later, I benched 700 for the first time. And that's when he reached out to me yeah. and said, I'd love to have you as an athlete. What do you need? Just super simple just like that's where it all started so um you just keep doing what you're doing uh be consistent uh continue to grow your lifts and uh i think that's i i'll probably hopefully i'm still 
uh, active and lifting by the time you're, that happens and we could be on the same team together. I think that'd be pretty cool. Definitely. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else for me before we move on? Um, do y'all have like your own like federation in Ohio or like, do you run something? Nope. Uh, so in Ohio, Ohio, I, I not only does the state kind of look like a heart, but <laughs> so I call it the, the heartbeat of the powerlifting community because it's, we have, we host the Arnold classic every year. Um, Westside Barbells in Columbus, Lexington Extreme, Elite FTS with Dave Tate, uh, Laura Phelps's sweatshop down in Cincinnati, which I just visited uh, this weekend for a meet that she hosted. Uh, just there's so many lifters in history and big events that go on in Ohio. Um, so I'm down in Virginia right now because I got stationed down here at Quantico when I was in the Marines. Um, so when I was in Ohio, I was kind of spoiled because there's meets almost every weekend or every other weekend with multiple federations. There's just, as long as there was a meet within hour, hour and a half of my house, I didn't care what fed it was. I, I went and competed. So in my wallet at one point I had like eight or nine different um, membership cards Wow! for all these different feds. I didn't, I just, it cost more money because you got to buy the membership card for a full year. Um, but again, I just wanted to compete. I didn't really care what the Ooh, fed was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So no, there's just, there's multiple feds. Like I said, I was spoiled because now here in Virginia, there's literally two feds to pick from USAPL and USPA, both of which I said, speak to the hand of that crap. I don't compete with. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Ohio, there's not a, there's not just one primary one or whatever, but there are some that are more prominent than others, but I'd say there's, oh boy, I probably lifted in 10 or 12 different feds in Ohio. Wow. That's oh, yeah. very cool. <laughs> Ohio is a very cool state. It's ugly. It's wet and it's cold, uh, but it is, it is a nice state to, to lift in for that reason. But um, yeah, uh, do you have, I'll, I'll get, I'll give you one more if you have anything else. How many days a week do you train? Like you yourself? I myself currently I train five. I was training six. Um, Fridays were my only day off the week. Uh, for the uh, I started competing again. I was in the Marines and I had stopped competing for a minute. And I got back into it. So at first I was doing six days where it was. Uh, or what was it? Three days for back, two days for bench, plus one more day for shoulders. Uh, then I have reduced that. I reduced that to two days for back, two days for bench, one day for shoulders. But currently, as of the last two months, I'm doing two two lower body days, two bench, one upper back day. Hmm. Um. I decided to do lower body again for sake of variety and just to keep things from getting too stale because I am just a bench guy. Uh, but I did want to kind of branch out a little bit, kind of delve back into the lower body stuff. Yeah. Um, and I still have one designated upper back day because of how important, especially for a three lift uh, power lifter like yourself, how important uh, a strong upper back is. Yeah. But even just for me being bench only, upper back is still one of the most primary things that I have to build to, to get that bench up, up and up. Yeah. So right now, five days a week, but it has been as high as six. 
So that was, I did it to myself, but it sucked. It was not fun. <laughs> yeah. So, so thank you for the questions. I appreciate that. Um, I'm going to move on here. We're going to read. Uh, I've got a few questions. I got six actually for you that I'm going to pull off my Instagram. I put a story up with the question box. I'm going to read some questions uh, for some fans of yours here. Let's see. Uh, so this, obviously we, this uh, person says you look like you're in high school. I think they probably looked at your page or something, but uh, do you, or have you played any other sports besides powerlifting? Um, I have, but it wasn't mainly junior high. I was more active then, but we didn't have powerlifting in junior high. So I did volleyball, basketball, and track, but I was just a thrower. And yeah. then freshman year, I did throwing again, mm -hmm. but it was, I liked powerlifting more. So then I just stuck with powerlifting. Perfect. That sounds a little similar to what I did in high school too. I did track or field rather all six years, <laughs> two, two middle school and four high school. So being a thrower, I'll ask just because I'm, I'm curious, but you did shot and discus or just shot or discus? Uh, I did both. You did both. Yeah, I, I was for I was forced to do both as well. Um, <laughs> what, what was your best distances? Uh, you you threw uh, females. They throw the eight pound shot all all through high school. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What was your best distances on those two? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> it was now four years ago. Oh yeah. But, um. I know I made it pretty far my freshman year, I believe it was. Yes, I made it to district. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was for shot put and discus. But like to say exact numbers, I honestly don't know. That's fine. I, I made it to regionals my senior year. That was, wow. that's it. I, I, I shit the bed when I got to regionals and I couldn't go to states though. So I was pretty pissed. I wasn't good enough to pursue it outside of high school so I had to say bye-bye to the throwing when I when I graduated which yeah it's whatever I like powerlifting better so good we're on the same page um you touch bases on this next question a little bit uh this person asked uh do you have plans to get into poly shirted benching yes I do because whenever I go to lift collegially I believe it's USPL that uh or usapl i don't, uh -huh. I don't know the acronym uh -huh. but uh for them for them to lift through college it has to be poly so okay gonna have to start training pretty soon hey katanas man that's the way to go i'll tell you what you will enjoy it i know you said you've tried one before it does the learning curve is way longer and harder yes. Uh, but the payoff, I think, is is definitely worth it. So, okay, good. So you will get into poly benching uh, because yeah. of the 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 fed that you have they're required to lift with. Um, let's see. This person asked, um, "What do you consider to be your biggest uh, limitation? Mm. Whether it be physical or mental, something like that." Um, mentally, well, I mean. We all know this sport is mental. Yes. Um, I would say the biggest thing for me is mental because once I put doubt in my head, like it's done. I mean, 
Okay. Like I said, I'm very hard on myself, but to uh, it's just very mentally challenging for me. But uh, this sport has also grown my mental capacity, I guess, or like how I perceive things and myself and motivate myself. Okay. And I, I remember being your age, uh, and I, I'll tell you that your mental fortitude will only continue to get stronger. Uh, as you get older, I promise to stick with it and be positive because I was, it's hard for me to remember being that young and uh, exactly how I thought of things. But uh, as I got older and wiser, uh, the mental part of the sport has definitely improved. Um, so you're, you're on a good track right now. Um, again, this is, uh, you kind of talked about this already. They asked, what feds have you lifted in? You mentioned uh, CA Fesh, the Cowboys from Hell, which is a pretty recent new federation uh, formed in Texas by uh, Barry and Becca Marhefka. Yes. Okay. So uh, in your, when you go to the collegiate level, you'll be in the USAPL uh, lifting single ply. Uh, do you have, I'll, I'll ask kind of branching off that question, but do you have any kind of, I guess you want to pursue a specific fed for any specific reason? Do you want to kind of branch out and try multiply or anything like that? Yes. Well, uh, for CFH, I'm able to lift multiply. So there I have a, uh, I have a black bench daddy band okay. and double ply. So there I, I love using that one. There I have a 380 bench, which in the IPF uh, Federation, which, wow. is, which we go through for CFH. Um, I have the highest for my weight class. Awesome. Very yeah. cool. That's in a double ply uh, bench daddy band, band tool? Yes. Okay, I didn't know they allowed the, the band tools in, in the Fed. You can you actually use like a not an actual shirt, but act, uh, just a band tool. Yeah, because like in the rules, you you technically have to have a shirt. So what we do is we sew the band to like a, just a t-shirt, and oh. then I put it on just like a regular bench shirt, and oh. I have a singlet to keep it. My belt, wrist wrap, good to go. Right, perfect. I like that. Mm -hmm. Good, good, good. So you, you've benched, you've benched not just the 315, you've done 380, you said. Yeah. Oh, I didn't, oh, okay. Okay. Three, almost 400 pounds at 17 years old. That's also super impressive. That's very cool. <laughs> Thank you. Uh-huh. And uh, this, again, uh, I think you said, I don't know if you want to reiterate, but where do you see yourself in 10 years? Um, like, uh, like I said earlier, just to have like a good name for myself probably have a good coaching job somewhere okay. I want to give back to people in the way my coach gave back to me and that's by lifting I'm very knowledgeable in the sport um for the muscles and everything I mean the body like all of that it's very interesting to me I have a passion for it I love the sport and so I guess just to have like a good job a good career going for myself and you, and you definitely you still want to be super involved in the sport at that point yes and that's yeah. both competitive uh probably maybe coaching others teaching others your ways and how to do the do things properly yes and you want that you want that to be your your job that's what you're going to school for yes 
perfect. Good. And she's like, like she just said, she wants to give back people. I always like to mention that. It's one thing I am huge on that I always like to mention. I'm glad you mentioned that because people would just want to take from the sport, especially the younger crowd. So it's very refreshing to hear somebody of your age saying you want to give back. Um, Cause I see a lot of the young bucks that just want to take and take and take and not give anything back. And the sport needs people to give back to it. Definitely. So I'm glad, I'm, I'm very glad you feel that way. That's very, very important. Uh, not just for me, but for a lot of other people and the sport itself. Yes. Um, are you familiar? Cause this next question has to do with this specific uh, fed. Are you familiar with what's called the WPO? No. No, okay. It's the uh, it's the mecca of multiply powerlifting. The finals were in Florida at, near Fort Lauderdale this year. I was actually there because it's it's multiply, it's monolift, it's it's the big mecca of the sport on the on the multiply side because they asked, "Do you think you'd ever want to try and qualify for the WPO Super Finals?" Yeah, it definitely sounds very interesting. Um, sounds like a good meet to go to definitely gonna start looking into that now it's um, it's very cool uh i was there uh there was it's a two-day competition there's obviously a qualifier that qualifies you for the uh the semi wpo finals then that qualifies you for the finals that's a i think i guess that's a minimum of three meets to end up being at the finals yeah um, this year they were held in florida it used to be held at the arnold classic uh, every year until that kind of took a shit. Um, very cool. The women's day was my favorite day. Uh, very, com very competitive, uh, tons of big lifts and you're already doing some pretty big numbers yourself. So I think, uh, if you pursued that, I think you could definitely do well and qualify and uh, get a good placing down the road. Yeah. So. Do you, uh, do you like have to be a certain age or anything? Or? No, I don't. I don't think it has anything to do with age. I know the WPO is the world governing body uh, above the APF, American Powerlifting Federation. It's one of the oldest feds out there. Man, by oh, I hope my history is right. I think Ernie France was the one who created the Fed. Maybe it was Ed Cohen. I don't remember. Um, some guy created the Fed. And uh, the WPO, so you have to do a APF meet that is a qualifier uh, for the semi semifinal. So you have to get a qualifying total, which varies for, for weight class and your sex, whether you're male or female. And then you go to the semifinals, you have to place high, like I think the top three, or I don't know how it works. I've not done it before. And then they take those finalists to the super finals. Um, Big cash prizes. That's one of the biggest things with the WPO is they actually have cash for their lifters. Yeah. So it's in a sport that pays like damn near nothing. And the sport that we love so much that pays literally uh, nothing, uh, a chance to win some money, uh, you should yeah. definitely look into down the road. Definitely. It, it just, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's very, uh, it's, it's very glorifying to finally get paid for doing something that you love so much. So. Love, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so hard to love it when it doesn't pay anything. But we don't do it for the money, clearly, because yes. <laughs> there is no money. Um, so before we wrap this up, do you want to leave uh, the, the listeners with anything else? Mm. Whether it be inspirational, whether it be just something you want to say and get out there to get your name out there and your story. I mean, anything you want to say. 
Yeah. Um, I would just like to leave off with, I hope I have like a good senior year, injury free, mm-hmm. good mental space. Um, I'm hoping to do some more CFH meets. Uh, definitely going to start looking into some more federations. Cool. Um, other than that, I'm going to quote my coach, Marvin Allen, keep your head and chest up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's great. I, I'm, yes. That was fantastic. So everybody, we got Ariel Rangel. She's 17 years old. She's from Texas. Uh, she's only been lifting for four years, squatting damn near 500 pounds. She's benched 315, single ply, 380 pounds, double ply, and she's deadlifting around 350. She's just getting started. She's nowhere near scratching the potential, uh, whether that be in length of career or weights lifted. I think you have a very bright future. Um, I want to thank you very much for being on here and telling us a little bit about yourself and your story. Um, I want you to have a good rest of your week. And uh, if you need anything from me, just reach out. We'll include your Instagram handle uh, in the show notes that people can reach out to you and give you a follow, all right? Okay. Before we leave, I do want to say one thing. I What's up? Said it later. I actually have squatted 500 pounds. Oh, my um, goodness. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hit it in the gym, but I, I wasn't able to hit it at any meets. I didn't try, but uh, that was with the single play squat suit and a single ply pair of uh, briefs there you go guys so a 17 year old uh female squatting 500 pounds uh i don't think that happens very often so we need to keep a lookout on the horizon for ariel rangel and the future of the sport uh hitting some big numbers please i wish you good years of injury free lifting and maybe we'll cross paths one of these times we can trade uh, trade some notes Yes, I hope so. <laughs> All right. Well, please have a good rest of your night, a good rest of your week, and then uh, we will talk down the road sometime. Okay. Thank you. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye.